I'm so glad you're joining us for this episode of Street Soldiers on Women in Hip Hop and R&B. I'm your host, Lisa Evers. You can find me and follow me on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, at Lisa Evers. And you can catch up on all of our Street Soldiers episodes, both Hot 97 and Fox 5, free of charge on my website, lisaevers.com. And also, if you're on iTunes, you can subscribe to the Street Soldiers podcast and be notified every week when we post our newest episode. Now, in this episode... We're focusing on women in hip-hop and R&B. Not only are women winning like never before, they're also writing their own rules and changing the game. We've got an amazing panel to break this all down for us and to uh, celebrate some big successes that these ladies have as well. Joining me for this conversation, Jessie Wu. She's a KSR recording artist. She has the number two streaming R&B EP on iTunes, and her latest project is called Moods of a Cancer. Jesse, great to have you with us. Thank you, sister. Thank you so much. (laughs) Um, Also with us is Rob Markman. He's a hip-hop journalist, uh, one of the best, I think, ever. And he's also head of artist relations at Genius and a hip-hop artist himself. Rob, great to have you with us. Thank you for always having me, Lisa. Thank you so much. Great to have you. Also with us is Rhapsody. She's a three-time Grammy-nominated hip-hop artist, the only female nominated for Best Rap Album in 2018. Her latest album is called Eve. Rhapsody, great to have you with us. I'm happy to be back. Thank you so much. Good to have you back. Rhapsody, in terms of where women are, how do you feel in terms of your journey? Is it getting easier because you're getting more successful or are people reacting to you in a different way, better way? Um, I just think people are being more exposed to me every day. Um, I think the biggest thing for, for artists in general, especially women, is exposure, you know, getting them into the eyes of people. So we, we kill the false narrative that there's only one type of woman woman that people want to see. You know, I think people want variety and they want to see different females. So, you know, the fact that, you know, through my journey, whether how hard it has been at times, that, you know, I can come to this point in my career, it makes it easier for the next person. So, you know, with me, I just take every day how I'm giving it um, and try to be the difference that I want to see and, and for the next person. And we're going to yeah. talk about caving into the uh, caving into stereotypes and also mm-hmm. pressures, some of the pressures that women face that men don't really face on this. But, Jesse, in, ter- in terms of your career, do you feel musically that being a woman has helped you or hurt you at this particular point? I think we're in a time where women are winning, like you said earlier, and, you know, women are sticking together. Uh, It used to hurt us because, you know, music is a male-driven, you know, business, but women are speaking up. We're not taking anything anymore. You know, we're not taking anything lying down anymore. So now when you see a woman winning, it's like, all right, I can hold her hand and she can pull me up too. We're pulling each other up. So I think it's a great time to be a woman in, in music. A really great time. Yeah. Rob, you work with a lot of artists as well, report on them, write on them, develop projects with them, interview them, everything, know the lyrics inside and out. What do you see happening with women? Is this just a publicity thing that we're seeing now, kind of like a blip because of all the attention that women are getting in general in our society? Or Give, it, give us a broad view here. I mean, yeah, I don't, I don't think it's a publicity thing. You know, I, I think it's a very real thing that's happening when, when you see um, what Rhapsody is doing, what she did last year at the Grammys with her album, Layla's Wisdom. Like, that was a very real thing and indicative of very real things that's happening. Um, and, you know, when you just see the rise of women, you know, not just, you know, Megan Thee Stallion, um, Melly, Rico Nasty, like, you can go on and on. Snow the Product, who's on the West Coast, who's doing it independently. Um, there's a lot of different variety of women. I, I do urge the media 
and hip-hop fans in general not to get so caught up in the moment and do the history. I mean, because there is a lot of attention on women, but respect the ones that came before and laid the foundation as well, like the Queen Latifah. You know, Queen Latifah had a record called Ladies First, and she had a great camaraderie with the Moni Loves of the world and the MC Lights, and women put on for each other. So we're not saying anything new. Like, this is not like an anomaly. Like, women rap. Have been in it for a long time, but culturally and in terms of the industry faced a lot of obstacles. Absolutely. And and acceptance. Mm Mm-hmm. No, absolutely. And and there's, there's no doubt that there's obstacles. And, and you know, my place as, as a man in media and a man in hip hop is to support and sometimes shut up and just listen. All right. Yeah. Well, that's pretty powerful. That's pretty powerful. Rapsi, in terms of one of the things I've heard from the, the women artists that I've that I've interviewed and, and talked with. And no, is that the, there's a, there's always this kind of, you know, we need you to be a certain way. There's, we want you to look a certain way. That's mm-hmm. kind of in all entertainment, you know, industries. Right. It's very common, whether it's acting, whether it's right. broadcasting, whatever it is, you know, we want you to look a certain way because that's kind of what the industry is expecting or fit a certain mold. Did you come up against any of that in your career? Because you've, you've stayed very, very true to your vision, to your voice, to your writing, to what you want to communicate. Yeah, I mean, it was something I had to go up against. Um, you know, it's crazy because, you know, looking up, when I was younger, we had that variety. You know, we had Queen Latifah, had MC Light, had Missy Elliott, Lauren. They were all different. And somewhere along the lines, I would say, Rob could back me up, maybe around the late 90s, early 2000s, women in hip-hop's image changed to be video victims. You know, and that felt like that was the only thing that we could be, and that was our place in hip-hop on a mainstream level if we're talking about TV and radio. So, you know, me coming up and have to figure out how do I f- fit into this space and create another lane that was reminiscent of what I grew up in. You know, it, it came with struggles, you know. Um, that's That was like, it was like the cookie cutter, this is how you get on mold, and I see the conversations, you know. And we come up in a time where a lot of listeners or people that consume music see, see artists before they hear them. Mm. Oh, that's all a about, great point. You know, what you look like, who you're dating, what what's what's your aesthetic as far as how you dress? Do I see myself dressing like you? Do I want to be you? And less about the talent. And it's a time where talent is ten percent, and everything else is ninety percent outside of the music. So to be a pure artist, that's about the art. You know, it comes with some struggles and some fight. But one thing I know though is that outlasts anything. You know, everything else is is superficial and. You know, our looks change every day, but our art, the gift that we're given from God, doesn't change. And nobody can deny true talent. So it's just about understanding, you know, in the words of so many, but, you know, most recently Nipsey Hussle, that's it's a marathon and not a sprint. Right. And you stick to your guns. And though they may not let you in to sit at a table, that doesn't have to be your path. Your path doesn't have to be what everybody else's path is. You can create your own way through. So knowing that you have options, that you are the captain of your own ship. Um, you know, that's how I kind of always looked at it. But it's definitely an obstacle. You know, I had to, I just had to stick to my guns and believe in what I believed in, and that was my art. And you've, de- and you've done that, and you continue to do it, and, and mm-hmm. look at the, you know, the recognition that's coming your way now, too, yeah. which, is, which is really good. No, it's fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, Jesse, in terms of yourself, the, there was also a thing, too, and everybody, please feel free mm-hmm. to jump in at any time, okay? Mm-hmm. Otherwise, I'll do way too much talking. Okay. <laughs> the, um, you know, there was also a thing, too, for a while in hip-hop. It's, it's either, you know, you, you, like Rob was saying, that there's the video, video vixen, but you couldn't really be taken seriously mm-hmm. as a lyricist, as a singer, mm-hmm. as a performer, as an artist. What do you think about that? Like how it's changed now? Because now it's like the girls, 
ladies are like, well, listen, I'm going to be what I want to be. I'm going to look the way I want to look. Right. And it's a different kind of game because of social media. Like Rhapsody said, it's like they see you before they yeah. actually hear you. How has that played a role in, in your popularity and also your career? Um, I remember when I, you know, I've been singing my entire life. Like I grew up in church singing. But when it was time to pursue music, that's when I would hear certain things like, you know, you don't have the look. Or, you know, I've been told I was ugly before. Like, I've been told I was too dark. I was, you know, and, wow. and, and it would be told to me by, like, mm -hmm. black men. Like, you know, and here I am, a black woman. I'm like, I look like your mom. Like, I look like the woman who birthed you. And you're telling me I am not appealing enough to exercise the talent that God gave me. So that was a struggle of mine. But then I remember just going to college and just, I feel like around college a couple years ago, I was like, you know what? I am pretty. Like, I am a beautiful girl. Like, I, I'm chocolate. I'm beautiful. I don't have traditional features. I, I don't know how very, I'm looking at you. I don't know how but, anybody could say that. But, but, you know, but I, you know, and I have big cheeks. I have, you know, I'm Haitian. Haitians are known for our big cheeks. We're known for our chocolate skin. We're known for our, our features. So, you know, I've accepted that. But then now, as Rhapsody was saying, now you have the social media, the age of social media, where people see you before they hear you. And on my EP, I wanted people to hear me sing. Image to me is not always the most important thing to me because I know just like how she said, image fades, image will fade away. Now you have all these girls who are going to get all these surgeries and they don't even look like themselves anymore because they want to portray a certain image. I ain't got time for that. You're going to hear my talent. Now, whether you find me cute or not, that's your business. Right. But you can't well, You deny, are going to respect my you're talent. you're going to respect my you're talent. you're going to respect my music. All right, we need, <laughs> we need to take a short break. Uh, coming up, how the women are writing the rules. That's coming up next. Hey, what's up? This is your girl, Sierra, and this is Street Soldiers with Lisa Evers. Real issues, real politics, baby, and real people only on Hot 97. Welcome back to Street Soldiers. I'm your host, Lisa Evers. In this episode, we're talking about women in hip-hop and R&B, how they're writing their own rules and winning at the music game. Joining me for this conversation is Jessie Wu. She's a KSR recording artist, has the number two streaming R&B EP on iTunes, her latest project is called Moods of a Cancer. Jesse, great to have you with us. Thank you. Thank you so much. <laughs> also joining us is Rob Markman. He's one of the top hip-hop journalists around, period, in my opinion. He's the head of artist relations at Genius, and he's also a hip-hop artist himself. Rob, great to have you with us again. Thanks for having me, Lisa. Thank you so much. Also joining us is Rhapsody. She's a three-time Grammy-nominated hip-hop artist, the only female nominated for Best Rap Album in 2018. Her latest album is called Eve and Rhapsody. Great to have you back with us here on Street Soldiers. Happy to be back, Lisa. Thank you so much. Um, let's talk about the image versus the music because mm -hmm. Rob Markman, there are people that said Aretha Franklin would never, may she rest in peace, would never have had a chance as an artist today because of the way she looks. True mm -hmm. or false? I mean, true, they probably said that in the beginning, but who are they and where are they at? Right, exactly. You know what I'm saying? Like it doesn't even like your Who opinion doesn't matter. Like at the end of the day, this is this is music. You know what right. I'm saying? It's, it's the music business. The music comes first, and if the music doesn't come first, then what are we doing? You know, rap made a point earlier about the images that are portrayed through the mainstream, and I just want us to remember, as a culture, specifically in hip hop, this existed before TV was covering us. This, you know, I, I came up in New York at a time when hip hop wouldn't even get played on the radio. Right. You know, when Hot 97 was a dance station, you might get an hour and kiss, you know. And that and, FM and station from Fordham, right. Right. So, you know, 
the mainstream TV, radio, and I'm a media guy, does not dictate what's cool in hip hop. You know what I'm saying? And, and, and we have to start respecting women and their contributions further than the way they look. Most rap fans, you love Drake versus Meek Mill, right? That battle, right? And, and we love the battle in hip hop. Roxanne Shantae revolutionized the battle in hip hop with the with the Roxanne Wars with you know the way that battles were done on wax like this is a woman's contribution right um and it, it never mattered how you know anybody look you know Queen Latifah is beautiful but it wasn't her looks that got her across it it, it was that pen you know what I'm saying um, right and her message she had yeah. a very powerful message at a right. time when a lot of things were happening in the streets and in our communities. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I just don't want us to, to forget that and, and give so much power to the mainstream. I thought it was very disheartening. Um, and I have a lot of respect for Jermaine Dupree for what he's built in hip hop and, and basically making Atlanta the scene that it is. But for him to kind of allude to that women only rap about sex and him wanting to see more women rap more than just about sex or their bodies or whatever... You know, I would implore him to do the research. Like, like, like guys don't rap about sex. I mean, come on, I please. I mean, all they rap right. about is sex and drugs <laughs> and <laughs> killing people. Like, come but, on. But, it, but it's more out there too. It's like you yeah. here. You are. You got this big platform. Like, be the change you want to see. Rap says she, I'm. I'm being the change. She don't, rap doesn't want to be the vixen. But like, it's she also but rhapsody. Up. It's also, and I'm sure you had. I'm sure you have points in like points like this in your career. And um, we talked about them with the youth panel. Uh, shout out yeah. to the to Jeter Turn Two Foundation, to Charlie and everybody for doing such and Derek, uh, doing such a great job for the youth for really empowering them, giving them these skills. But one of, one of the things was about not selling out, mm -hmm. not selling yourself short for that immediate check. Or you're you know you're like going, oh man, how am I paying the rent this month? Or how am I, you know, keeping the phone on this month? Or whatever. And then there's that offer if you do this, but you're like that's not really who I am. Did you right. have moments like that coming up? Where people were just like, if you do this, you know, we can we can write you a big check. Yeah, you know, you have moments, uh, people outside of my circle, you know, whether they went to me or whether they went to Ninth, wonder who um, I'm signed to, you know, with ideas of how to speed up my ascension in hip hop. And, you know, we had to always tell ourselves what we have to have, what we do is authentic. It has to be branded with what I believe in and, and what is Rhapsody. Otherwise, I can't do it. I can't wake up every day and try to live a, a life that's not me and to mm. be anyone other than me because that takes too much energy and nobody can keep up a false narrative in that way of who they are. So, you know, everything I've done and everyone that I respect and everyone that I know that is around 20 years and has, has careers are themselves. Right. And they make art. They make art for them. So I think one, as artists, you have to first figure out what do you want out of this game? Yeah. Do you want to be a legendary artist? Do you want to be 20 years? Do you want to live our brand? That's that's a whole different route. If you want to just get in it and make money and, and do be what you Instagram do for the sensation. Too, yeah, there's a lane for that, too. But understand that it's going to be a short one. So have a game plan, too, for what you want to do next after that. So I think that's what you have to do too um you know and to like, like he was saying understand our power as a culture you know we don't move because of, of media we move because of the people and the people dictate you know who's right. on top and and what the new cool is and two you know like he said be the change that you want to see bringing up the jermaine dupree um you know i've worked with jermaine dupree before you know and we've he, had him here on street soldiers yeah, you know he, he knows women can rap you know right. but speaking on a on a main better. but you know I, I respect him as a legend, and I understand what he was trying to say. But I think when you have opportunities like that, 
take it and put the people on that don't get the shine through media that you want to see. Like, right. That's an opportunity. I think we spend a lot of time talking about things that we don't like mm-hmm. and not putting light on things that we do. And I and agree. 100%. You can't, you can't also blame the artists that you necessarily don't like. I respect and I love Cardi B. I love mm-hmm. Megan Thee Stallion. There's a lane for that. But understand that we need balance more than anything. So, you know, I respect what they do. And you know, I respect what No Name does and, yeah. you know, what I do and what Tokyo Jets does and what Il Camille does. So, mm-hmm. if anything, we need balance. But, you know, speak on everybody without having to disrespect. You don't have to dim somebody else's light to Amen. put sh- light on someone yeah. else. You know, I think that's the biggest and, thing. And that was so. also a big stereotype of the women. What about that, Jesse? What do you think about that in terms in terms I of not being – do you I, feel – I think that was so lame because, I mean, I've met Jermaine Dupree. I've interviewed him before. I mean, there's no – he's a legend. You know what I mean? He's put so many of our favorites where they are now. But to not take the time to elevate those that you want to see, the people the people that you feel have that gift that you're talking about is lacking, that's bad. You know, and like Rhapsody said, like, let's stop focusing on all the bad stuff. Like, let's give the people who are not getting the shine that they deserve more shine. Like, for instance, you talked about appearance earlier. You said, could Aretha Franklin make it in today's um, music? The, that was something that came up after her. But you know what? I would say no. And I'll give you an example. Jasmine Sullivan is a gifted vocalist. Adele, who si- they sing the similar style. Adele is Adele. Jasmine is Jasmine Sullivan. You know what I mean? And I feel as though that comes from a point where, okay, R&B, which is people expect black girls to sing R&B. When they hear a white girl sing, it's, oh, my God. But it's like, we've been been doing that, you know? And so I feel like looks definitely do still play a part. What what about that, Rob, real quick? Um, Yeah, no. What about the Adele Jasmine? Yeah, I mean... In the music industry, first of all, R&B, hip-hop, reggae, dancehall, black music. Undeniable black music. Right. And But it seems to get celebrated, I was going to say a little bit more, but a whole lot more whole when somebody more. white do it. Like, yeah. it's, it's just it's just the fact of what we see. Right. And, and why is that? That's something that we got to change. But again, it goes back to not dic- letting the media dictate right. what it is that's cool to us. Like, And that's not to take away from Adele's talent. Right. You know what I'm saying? But right, she had some amazing we, songs. We got to uphold our legends and our, and our talent on the merit of their talent as well. And 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 acknowledge the power of the culture. Like, yeah, like right. no, but because the culture moves everything. Right, mm-hmm. you know everything. what I'm saying. The culture moves. It drives ratings. It's driving views. You know, listenership. The culture moves everything. The, the, these fashion houses dictate they they That's next so, season's fashion based, based off on, of the culture. Right. At first they didn't, at first they didn't want to sell to the culture, and that, and now they they're using mm-hmm. it to sell. We're gonna take a short break. This is Street Soldiers. I'm your host Lisa Evers. We'll be right back. What up? What up? It's your girl Justina Valentine. You already know you're tuned in to Street Soldiers with Lisa Evers. Keep it locked. Welcome back to Street Soldiers. I'm your host Lisa Evers. In this episode, we're talking about women in hip hop and R and B writing their own rules, and winning the game. Joining me for this episode, Jessie Wu. She's an R&B recording artist. She has the number two streaming R&B EP on iTunes. Her latest project is called Moods of a Cancer. Jessie, great to have you with nice us. Nice to be here. Thank you so much. <laughs> also joining us is Rob Markman. He's a hip-hop journalist. He's the head of artist relations at Genius, and he's a hip-hop artist himself. Rob, thank you so much for being with us. We appreciate it. Uh, thank you for having me. Thank you. Also with us is Rhapsody. She's a three-time Grammy-nominated hip-hop artist, only female nominated for Best Rap Album in 2018. Her latest album is Eve. Rhapsody, great to have you with us. Happy to be here. Thank you so much. 
Rhapsody, how, at what stage or what age did you know that this is what you wanted to do? Early, like five or six years old, I knew. Really? Yeah, yeah. watching MC Light. She was the first one that kind of inspired me. I just instantly fell in love with the culture, um, you know, the style of it, how people were able to express themselves through music, through what they wear, through how they dance, through how they talk. Like, it was just a different cool for me. Um, and MC Light was the first woman I knew. So I, I knew early that that's what I wanted to do. And, you know, Queen Latifah was another example. And, of course, Jay-Z, Nas. Lauren is one of my biggest inspirations, but it wasn't, I was a late bloomer as far as like, yo, I'm going to go try to pursue it. Um, I was late on that, but I knew early on like what my, what my path would be. And what about the writing and the, mm-hmm. like the, ma- the message, the inspiration, were you writing songs from an early age too? No, I didn't, writing I didn't start or? writing music until I got in college, but you know, um, I started writing poetry around high school. But I've always been creative. Like, my mom would take me to the library. I was always into reading and learning and drawing and, you know, just anything art-wise creatively that I could do. I love to take pictures. So, you know, I think as artists, when artists are creative, you understand that they're creative in many aspects. Mm -hmm. Um, But, you know, I just kind of honed in on words and I began to study them. Like like I say, a big fan of Jay-Z, metaphors, similes, wordplay, double entendres, how to connect stories, like... That was so captivating to me how you could say two lines in music and these two lines you can have a whole class course on and break them down. So you could wow. you can condense so much into just two bars. I thought that was beautiful. So, you know, that's what really drew me in, you know, to the, to the craft of emceeing and writing lyrics. And the whole storytelling right. and just, mm-hmm. the, just the way those word pictures and you can just... Right. And just how, especially as a culture, black people, we connected with that. Hip-hop dates back... In that sense, uh, the coding of messages back to Negro spirituals and griots, you know, whether they're coming to America on ships and they have no physical paper and pen to tell their stories and record their history, they have to pass it from person to person. That person has to memorize it. When you're out in the field and and you're a slave and it's like, I'm Harriet Tubman, we're leaving at 9 o'clock, I have to sing Swing swing Low Sweet Chariot to send a message on this is this is how we're going to move without, you know, telling this is how, like, telling well, our business, going down, you know right. what I'm saying? So, you know, it's I think that's just part of us. Rob, what about in, in, ter- in terms of the skills of female MCs? Are they judged differently than male MCs? They're certainly judged differently, but they shouldn't be. It's not, you know, um, you, you look at the NBA and the WNBA when, when it comes to sports, you know, you right. can argue the physicality, the difference between men and women or why. You know, it's not integrated, right? You know, baseball and softball. And right. Why are the women's right. soccer Boxing. champions right. that have to have part-time jobs because they don't get paid enough? That doesn't exist yeah. in hip-hop. You know what I mean? Like, in terms of songwriting, in terms of cleverness, in terms of bar play, um, you know, it, it, it's your mind. It, it, so why are women and men judged differently? You know what I mean? Um, I, I know for a fact just from listening to rap, and we, we never actually had this conversation, but I know when she's on the track with whoever, male or female, like, she's trying to get her bars off. Like, I'm, I'm not trying to be, as an MC, I'm not trying to be the whack one right. on the ever. track. Like, you're exactly. not going to watch me. Right, and you've been with some of the heavyweights, yeah. so Kendrick All Lamar and... Kendrick, J. Cole, right. like, come on, like, the uh-huh. legends, man. You rap with Mac Miller, like, all types of... and and and. Not only, you know, Health Her Home is a little bit of a condescending tone. Like, it is a condescending tone. Because it's like, it's assuming that a woman couldn't hold right. her own right. with them. Right. right. I always get the question, um, 
when you rapping with these guys, like, do you try to go hard? I'm like, nah, I'll be chilling. Like, they, <laughs> they the ones that's more pressure on them because of, of the idea of a woman out rapping you. Mm-hmm. You know, oh, it's, wow. it's, it's looked at as old champion if you keep up. But if you out rap a guy, that, that looks bad because women aren't supposed to do that. Right. So I'll be chilling. Like, you know, it's if you want to come with me, then you got to step up. I'm never worried about that. You're not going to step down. But, but it goes never. back to I what you that. said earlier of, of knowing who you are and right. why you're in it and not wavering from that. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, we, 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 we've we had moments, um, you know, Nicki Minaj, for one. You know, the, the one moment that everybody points to is, is Monster, where she outraps cool. Jay-Z, where right. she outraps Kanye Ross, West. Everybody. You know, um, <laughs> but she's done that. When she's on the track with Drake, she usually... Guess the best of Drake, like you know what I'm saying, like right. You know, Nicki is is is, is dope, and I think kind of broke the mold. It might have set up where, you know, we were told in the era where there can only be one, and she was the only one um, female MC that we can have. Right. Um, she kind of broke the mold, and and I think showed and and maybe inspired some of this new generation to come up. And now we have multiple, and we we should be cherishing this time and not be willing to let it go, and not be willing to let it be a fad. Like this is what it is. Yeah. This is what it is. What what about in, in in terms in terms of in terms of the writing, in in terms of just the pure the pure writing and too. You you talk you talk about Nikki. How do you feel seeing all of the all of these other publicity things that have nothing to do with the music going on it, with her career now? It's fun, I, as a journalist, I, yeah, I'm, I'm asking I, I, as a I'm journalist. I'm not with it because when I do my interviews, I actually. Uh, about a year ago when Nikki dropped Queen, she came to Genius and, and we did a Genius Level interview. And if you remember, she was doing interviews in a lot of places and, and the headlines was Safari's hairline. Right. <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? Like right. Tiger got dragged into it. The Cardi B thing was a headline. Uh, right. And we did a live interview in, in front of an audience. And when she got on that stage, I said, yo, I don't want to talk about none of that. Right. I, can't, I, I just want to talk about these bars. And, and we agreed in from that. And that's what the conversation was. That's awesome. But guess what? Oh. Yeah. That's what I do with with the men. With everybody, when the they men. come, like I, I'm just not into. You don't the want mess. the drama. Who was the right. word? What, what's you know war of words going on on but, Instagram but, and but this you and know that? Why? And, and, and but I, there's a lot of that. I and take people heat. Use I take that. heat. I take heat for that. My traffic numbers may not be as high as some of my other counterparts. When going through the some scandal. People say, some integrity. people say that I don't want to be controversial, and my thing integrity. is this. The music is too important. What what right. these artists are saying is too important to overlook. Right. For a headline on TMZ that's going to be here today and right. tomorrow. For the soap right. opera business. Yeah. For the soap opera. Jesse, what do you think? What do you think about that? I agree with you having integrity because I like that about mm-hmm. you. You have integrity when you approach artists. You approach them about their music. You make right. that the forefront. But the other side of me is like I kind of like where Nikki's at right now, and I'm gonna tell you why. Is because for ten years she ran like she was the head of, you know, female rap. There were other female rappers doing that thing, right? But she was but on we the can't throne deny way up that there, she right. was up here because she bridged the gap between hip hop and pop, right? You know, and she had, you know, she she, you know. But now she's at a point where, you know what, I want to tell y'all about all the things that happened to me along the way. Because for so long, she didn't say anything. Right. She would just kind of let everything happen. Women, we have to sit back and watch people drag us because we can't do what the men do. Now she's like, no, not only am I going to do what the men do, I'm going to have Queen Radio. I'm going to have the men come on here and I'm going to put them <laughs> on the spot. I'm going to pull out receipts. And it's like that. I live for that. I you live like that for part? that because now other girls who are coming up, they know. No, 
I gotta go up against all this stuff. If you pay attention to it and you put the drama aside and you really listen to what she's doing, she's telling us, this is what I had to this go through. This is what through. comes with the exactly. territory. Pay attention, because this is what these men are gonna do this to what, you. This is what comes with, comes exactly. with, comes with the territory. Exactly, and I, I love that. I, I respect it, because it goes back to what Rap was saying. She knows who she is, she decided who she wanted to be right. a long time ago as an artist, and, and, and she's living that out. So I can't be mad at that. You know, Cardi decided who she wanted to be as exactly. an artist. You know, it goes back to even Cardi admitting a, a, a long time ago. I'm, I'm the type that, for me, my favorite MCs, my favorite artists in rap, write their own stuff. Like, that. that's just me, right? Right. You're a purist. Um, right. And and Cardi is dope. I definitely mess with Cardi's music. But she's she was very open about who she was. Like, I'm not concerned with... Winning a battle or, and, or, and ha- or having every the single. best rap, so I want to have the hits. She's an entertainer, money. right? Entertainer. Right. Cool. Right. Like I respect the honesty, and 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 I can enjoy Cardi's records the same way I enjoy Puff's records. Puff has a classic with No Way Out. Right. right. You know, Puff don't write a lick. No. Right. Mm-hmm. Dr. Dre don't write a lick. You know <laughs> right. what I'm saying? So I can enjoy it the same way. I just kind of separate my favorite rap artists from my MCs. Those two lists are different. Right. Right. To okay. to to draw to draw the line right there. Rhapsody. In ter- in terms of yourself, the the inspiration. Where do you get the inspiration? Oh, to to write what you write. Just people and, and inspiring people. That's always what I want to do. Tell stories. Um, I think when you're given a gift and especially a platform to do that, I uh, I think about the responsibility that comes along with it. I, I love the creativity of it, but I also know who's on the other end and the receiving end of that. And you know, when you go tour across the nation and across the world and you meet these people and you hear their stories of how your music impacted a divorce they have or you inspired a little girl to find beauty in herself outside of, you know, what commercially we're told is beautiful. Right. You know, you understand that your purpose is way bigger than just the entertainment part of it. And that's what fuels me. And, you know, to be a voice to the voiceless, you know, that's always what hip hop was. Hip hop was, you know, what you do on that microphone, you report what's happening in the community. So, you know, for those that can't be the voice, we have to be the voice for them, right. as well as entertain. You know, it's not all one, all or nothing. You know, I like to go out and have fun and make my butt clap on a Friday, Saturday, okay. or whatever. <laughs> but I also like to I go back. I didn't see that on your Instagram. No, I, I just saw the album I might not Eve. clap it, but I shake it a little bit. But, you know. Did you, did you clean that up? I don't know. You said butt clap. I was like, oh. <laughs> I might do it on Sunday. I'm practicing. You you know what I'm saying? All right. But you know, there's there's balance in that because every other day, you know, you you want to have, you know, music for what's going on, how you're feeling. Listen, you're a human being. That's all I'm saying. After a hard week of work, you want to party and get down. That's what it is. You know, I'm going to go, let's go. You know where we're going after this? We're going to strip club. That's going to be the viral. I feel you on that too because, like, even like on my EP, I wrote most of my EP. And I think that singers kind of get it a little less when it comes to writing. Yeah. But I think even as a singer, it's important for you to write because... that's your feelings. Yeah, that's my feelings. Right. And I have songs where it's like, you know, it's serious. And then I have a song, like I have a song called Trap Phone. Just like, I want to make my booty clap sometimes I have a too, trap phone. You know? hey, 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 I want to make my booty baby. clap too. Like, I, I want to have balance. You know what exactly. I mean? So, yeah, it's important but, for artists to write. Yeah, man. And, and, and to that point, like... If you listen to to Rap's new album, Eve, if you just look at the track listing, like it's so layered and decoded, like each song is a reference to a different black woman. Yeah, and nice. I think that's so dope. Like that's it, a it, huge it's really thing. it's really you putting 
you mean and what you say, you recognize who you are. But it's a dope album. It's not a it, it's not a lecture. Like it, it's not a, a, a no. you know what I'm saying? Like it's music. It, it's just dope music. Like the joint, um, Chloe is dope or Iptage. Like mm-hmm. the way you, I didn't know who that was prior. I, I knew who she was because I seen her in the Nike ads, but I didn't know. By name. The, by name and her being the fencing champion and then you sample Jizz's Liquid Swords. Right. Fencing, mm-hmm. Liquid Swords, Iptage, Rhapsody. Like, it's, it's so, so layered. It's so, so dope. Yeah. But then it got D'Angelo and it hits your soul and it yes. bumps and it's music at the same time. So it makes you think, but it's music. Yeah. Um, and, and I that's think that's the power supposed of your do. art. Right. You know yeah, yeah. no, absolutely. absolutely. Very powerful. This is Street Soldiers. I'm your host, Lisa Evers. We'll be right back. Hey, this is Rhapsody and you're listening to Street Soldiers with Lisa Evers where we talk about power but also push for peace. Welcome back to Street Soldiers. I'm your host, Lisa Evers. In this episode, we're talking about women writing their own rules in hip-hop and R&B and winning in the music game. Joining me for this conversation, Jessie Wu. She's a KSR recording artist. She has a number two streaming R&B EP on iTunes. Her latest project is called Moods of a Cancer. Jessie, great to have you with us. Thank you, sister. Thank you so much. Also joining us is Rob Markman. He's a hip-hop journalist. He's the head of artist relations for Genius and a hip-hop artist himself. Rob, great to have you back with us on the show. Just happy to be surrounded by such talented women. It's amazing, right? It's it's great. It's a wonderful vibe. Also with us is Rhapsody. She's a three-time Grammy-nominated hip-hop artist. She is the only female nominated for Best Rap Album in 2018. Her latest album is Eve. Great to have you with us, Rhapsody. I'm happy to be here. We really appreciate it. Let's talk about Eve, because this whole concept of black women, the diversity, the range, the depth, where did you get this idea from? The idea originally is something I think I've been talking about my whole career here and there through different songs. But I did an uh, interview with a guy named Lamar Wilson for the Oxford. And, you know, he went to my hometown. We were riding around. We were listening to Nina Simone and Roberta Flack. He said, Rap, you know what? You come from that lineage. You're from that family tree. You're an extension of Nina Simone and Roberta Flack. And I was like, I never really thought about it in wow. that way as a hip-hop artist. But... You know, he's like, it's what y'all talk about, the soul in your music, like that's that's your lineage. So it got me to thinking, you know, I am an extension of so many black women, you know, when black women aren't monolith, you know, we, we have different emotions, different days, different feelings, like we all come, we're just all different and we, we all should be celebrated, Um, you know, so I wanted to make an album that reflected that, not only for me, but I know for all black women. You know, I, I learned about motherly love, not only from my mother, but watching Felicia Rashad's character. I learned how to be a classy woman and to wear my crown a certain way from watching Cicely Tyson. I learned about the power of words from Nikki Giovanni and Maya Angelou. I learned from Compton Serena how to be yourself and to, to be confident in who you are, though you may look different, that you are beautiful and strong, like love your body. You know, be a black girl that's going to take over tennis where we're not always welcomed in those arenas. Crip walk when you get your award. Like, <laughs> right. be yourself. Like, that's beautiful. Right. You know, Compton Iman, stand up. one of the first black super... Iman was the first black supermodel. She, she was, from yeah. Africa. Yeah. You know, Afeni Shakur. Like, what she... She was the mother of Tupac. Tupac was the man he was because of Afeni Shakur, a black uh, absolutely. woman. You know, so I wanted to showcase all those different sides of a black woman. Oprah, to be a businesswoman you know, to be the first black billionaire. Like, I, I think that's dope. So that's what the album is to me, like to celebrate all of us and all our beauty, all our color, all our ranges. 
No, and that's so, fantastic. Because yeah. the image, Jesse, the, for, for you coming up and as you were, you know, developing your own career and, and launching your own career too, it's like we were talking about in hip-hop. It's like in the, you look at the old music videos, you did see women with deeper complexions. Yeah. Then, as, as Rob mentioned, they become video vixens, the whole right. look changes. And in, t in terms of, as a, as a black woman, it, did you find certain role models that helped you? Of course. Lauren Hill, I remember being a young girl and hearing her sing his eyes on the sparrow on sister act two i'll never forget that moment yes and hearing that and thinking she gave me this feeling i was like i want to give that feeling to other people right like, what could i do to give that feeling or even hearing whitney houston sing um jesus loves me you know yes he does like you know, being someone from the church and seeing someone as Whitney Houston, as big as she was, still singing about God. Like, I knew that. Yeah, it's like I, women like that taught me that I could have balance. I could love doing what I do, sing, still keep my, my relationship with God, be beautiful, and still have the recognition of millions, still touch millions of people. Like, those are the women that I, I look up to. I don't look up to none of this stuff I be seeing now. <laughs> But those are the women I look up to. Like, it just touched me as a young girl. And so even now singing, you know, or being a television personality, whatever I do, you know, now that I have, you know, I just had my EP and I didn't expect it for it to do well. It debuted at number three on the R&B charts on iTunes and it went to number two, you know. Congratulations. Thank you. Congratulations. And then, you know, Forbes picked it up the same yes. day. So I'm like, you know, like, I'm on my way to being my little, you know, get my little Whitney Houston on. You know what I'm but, um, you know, women like that are who inspired me, Whoopi Goldberg, even Whoopi Goldberg. Right. I remember her saying in that movie. What a career. Oh my gosh, and her saying to, to Lauren, if you want, if every day you wake up and you think about singing, you're supposed to be a singer. Mm. Right. And a, and a lot of us, you know, who come from, you know, I come from a Caribbean background, we're encouraged to do medical careers, careers mm. you know, right. careers that are going to be secure. So when you hear somebody like Whoopi, a black woman, tell a, another black girl who looks like me, if this is what you want to do, that's what you're supposed to be doing. Right. I, I can't, you know, I had to take that. I took it in. You, you totally have to take that in. Yeah. Rob, in, ter in terms of the opportunities that are, are out there for female artists, now whether it's R&B, whether it's hip-hop, what do you see going on? In oh. terms of the trends, because it's like Jesse said. Also, there, there's a lot of influence with, excuse me, with music popularity, with what happens on the gram or what happens on Snapchat mm. or what people, you know, the, these social media images. People mistake those sensations for real music. Yeah, well, you know, to, to the real artists, I, I say, and, and for people who have this dream, especially in media, that there's a call for inclusion now, and and and, and um, a lot of media companies are recognizing that they have to. Be inclusive and, and and shine lights and equal amounts on artists of all types, especially particularly women. So that means there's opportunity. That means take advantage yeah. of that. You know what I'm saying? And 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 you know, there's one artist that I've been watching, and I've just been a fan of her on social media. You know, the same way we see women who who may you know show their bodies on social media, and you know what? That's gonna get a like. Right. You know what I'm saying? Um, Instantly. It, of course. Um. You know, there's an artist by the name of Lady London. Um, who I've just been a fan of. She started, I didn't, I couldn't even find a song of hers on streaming. Um, she would just upload videos of herself freestyling. Mm -hmm. And her wordplay was so dope. Like, I, I was excited by that. Like, I felt like I discovered something new. I felt like a kid again, kind of discovering something on like college radio or something that just and they break wasn't that first mainstream. Record, yeah. Right. yeah. And, and now she's starting to actually put out records and have records on streaming and stuff like that. So 
it's out there, and and there's women seizing the opportunity. She was putting freestyle videos up every day. Like, so if you, you think rap, there's you think there's more opportunities? Absolutely. Like, man, like go hard for what you want to do. It goes back to what rap said in the beginning. Like knowing who you are, and then just do it to death. It, it, you know, if yes. you want to be the, the 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 next Cardi B, then you know do the Cardi B things. Like, and there's nothing wrong with that, man. If you want to be kind of and following the line of of, of, of rap city, like. And not that those are the only two. These are just examples. There's a whole no, spectrum. It's just that, that there's but a, do it to death. Get, right. get on that gram every day, yep. and then instead of making your butt cheeks clap, mm-hmm. like spit a 16. Right. And make each one better than the last two. They can't ignore you, man, woman, child. They, they can't ignore you like is. that. Like, no. You know, so that, that's my advice, you know. Rhapsody, what about in terms of uh, who you partner with? Because a lot of the songs on Eve on your latest mm-hmm. album, you did with Ninth Wonder, legendary producer. Um, how important is it to to work with a producer that kind of gets your vision? Um, whether it's a producer or anybody on your team, I think you should work with people that understand who you are, what your brand is, and who your vision is. You know, not that you can't have people that, you know, may bring ideas and may push your creativity, but at the core, they should know who you are and what you represent. And I think that's very important because you don't want to lose yourself in who you are in this business and, and find yourself chasing something that you really didn't need to chase. So, you know, the good thing with Knife is he, he knows what my what I care about, what my brand is, what I won't do and what I will do, what I won't compromise any amount of money or any amount of fame or anything for. And it just makes your journey a little easier. You know, you, you're going to come in with distractions. You're going to come in with hardships. But if you're surrounded by a good core group of people, then that makes it that much easier, you know, to keep your eyes forward on what your goal is and, and what you want to do as an artist and, you know, uh, and how you want to create your legacy. So, you know, that's that's important for me um, and just getting somebody that knows, like, the bigger picture and what I represent. Jesse, what about for you? What about for you? Moving forward with your with your music. Oh, I would love, you know, I'm I'm from Haiti. I'm Haitian. And, you know, one of the, the, the best song on my EP, the one that everybody loves, is called Vacation. And it's a song where R&B meets EDM and meets compa. Compa is uh, music that originated in Haiti, and it's influenced a lot of the music that you hear today, even a lot of Hispanic music. It influenced um, a lot of Afro beats that you hear. So I would love to... Um, while partnering with, you know, hip-hop artists, R&B artists. Like, one of my favorite artists right now is Ari Lennox. I would love to sing a song with her, you know. But then I would love to do some Afrobeat stuff with, you know, Burna Boy, um, Mr. Easy. I have so many favorites that I would love so to. So you got a list. You got a, yeah, a, got a, a long list, list of collabos like, I, there yeah, that you want to do. Yeah, I definitely want to be one of those artists who... You know, at my foundation, I'm R&B, but I never want to forget, like, my African, my Haitian culture, and I want to take that with me and, and make sure that it's in mainstream, too. No, definitely, especially yeah. as that whole area is, is, is growing as well. Of course, of course. I want to I thank all of you for being with us for this episode of Street thank Soldiers. Jesse Wu, KSR recording artist, her latest project is Moods of a Cancer. It's on mm-hmm. iTunes. Thank you so much everywhere. for being with us. Thank everywhere <laughs> and everywhere. We appreciate that. Rob Markman, uh, thank you so much for being with us. Always. As thank always, you. a pleasure. We really appreciate uh, it. And Rhapsody, thank you so much for uh, coming back to us and talking with us. Good luck with the third album here with Eve. I'm sure a lot of people are going to be checking it out. So thank you so much for being with us. Thank you. We appreciate it. And thank you for joining us for this episode of Street Soldiers. I'm your host, Lisa Evers. Remember, use your mind. It's your best weapon. I hope it's your only weapon. 
Let's push for peace. When the MCs came to live out their name, inscribed in the halls and the walls of fame, balancing life, wrote both the yin and yang, hands buried a man and they raised the son to reign. That's a play on words, they say herb ain't all the same. Slaves in prison and they some unchained. While everybody in my gang is star DJ Prime, screaming through the sunroof, money still ain't a thing. While I'm spinning small bank, asking where's my change? Carpool with the homies, saving gas in my tank. I think like a billionaire, I spend less than I make. Strong mind that I should bench way more than my weight. Women been leading the way since Roxanne Shante and the unit had flavor. And Jay had Marcy neighbors that wave. Looking confused, I'm like, cool, maybe it's age. When I see Afro puffs, I think maybe it's rage. Maybe it's stage, they tripping and they say they got beef. Ain't an MC on this earth that make me feel afraid. Wu Tang for the children, that's a scripture and phrase. See my goals from a bird's view like Trey, under A. When I'm so off the radar, it's very hard to find me. In space, they selfie with the earth behind me. You follow the leader, the track is off the meter. A lot of rap is weak, low frequency in the tweeters. Very inaudible, clock radio speakers. Quietly whispering, there's a world of WikiLeakers. Forget the guardianess, my method is nauseant. Transferring ideas into the brains of the audience. The street poet gave the special art form. A global reach, you earn your ears in your heart by giving a local speech. We even wonder what words is potent as a sorcery. Not witchcraft, but a list of terms in the glossary. Well-written rap, bound to have a great impact. On a listener, for the fact, it's well intact. An MC should electrify, beautify, strive to. Empower, inspire, transform a worldview. Back in the days yeah. when the wolf fades. Yeah. Tight caps, yeah. just trying to get you away. Trying to get you away. Trying to get you away. Thinking like back in the days yeah. when we'll fade. Yeah. Tight caps, just yeah. trying to get you away. Trying to catch you away. Trying to catch you away. Thinking like a long time. There's someone swarming with the bees. Boys in the killer bees.